Porches has always been an immigrant uh, town. You know, it was before the Italians, I guess it was the Irish, the Polish, and mm -hmm. going further back. Mm -hmm. So this immigrant population from Mexico, Central America, South America, mm -hmm. came for the same reasons that every other immigrant population came. I came to the United States when I was 14 years old, and I came exactly to Porchester. I went into a sink or swim situation. I was very lucky that my mother was a teacher, that I had a strong foundation in my language, which uh, helped me to acquire English. Not immediately, it took years. Imagine only for these children that do not have a real developed language, how much harder it is going to be for them. When I came here, there were three people who spoke Spanish on the staff. To say they were bilingual teachers was not really fair because we had no program and we just put kids who spoke Spanish in those classes. It was just the most logical thing we could do at the time. Thanks to Mr. Santos, we were able to methodically and strategically build, you know, we were able to conceptualize a better method for our kids. And now there are 22 members, 23 members of our bilingual team, and they're very serious characters. They're all wonderful, lively, bright, but deadly serious about what they do and how important it is that we offer our services to these kids who have recently arrived. Research has shown even though students may speak social language, that doesn't mean they have the academic language. Because of that, when we're teaching them, if we're speaking, teaching solely in English, they're not really understanding the, the, the subject. So. While they're still acquiring English, which takes about five to seven years, they're really not acquiring the content. So what we decided was that, especially in the, in the lower grades, the predominant language would be in Spanish because we wanted the students to really get a good foundation for the content. Whereas when they got to fourth, fifth grade, we could do less, less Spanish, more English, but still give them that support in their native language. In kindergarten, the, the instructional model is 80% of the day in Spanish, 20% in English for oral language development. In first grade, we maintain the same model up until January, and for those students who are ready, who've met benchmark in reading and comprehension in Spanish, we begin teaching a little more explicitly in English. When the students enter second grade, the percentages begin to shift. We spend the beginning portion of the year teaching in Spanish 70% of the day. 30% of the day is done in English, which is mostly, again, that social, that oral language with the introduction of academic content in English. By the middle of second grade, we shift a little bit more again to a 60-40 model. So it's still Spanish dominant, but now when we teach new math concepts, we can start introducing the vocabulary in English. By that point, by the middle of second grade, there's more children that are now on benchmark because they've had a whole entire year to keep building that foundation in their native language and now move the transition into English. And it happens seamlessly. We have moved past the conversation about whether a child's learning issues are attributed to language or a learning delay. Because when a child had a second language and was placed in a monolingual or ESL class and they weren't keeping up with the rest of the student population, you would say, well, maybe it's a disability or maybe they just need more time to acquire language. 
But by us being very deliberate in kindergarten and screening these students extensively, by taking these students who we know are truly Spanish dominant, teaching them in their native language, if that child is not making any gains, we don't, we don't say to ourselves, maybe they just need more time. We know that by a certain point that maybe there is a processing issue. Beyond our philosophy, our efforts as a staff, as a family, I think our biggest uh, success has been the support of the school district to fund us you know, in all the materials that we need. And also our school leader, Mr. Cugliero, has been very open to our ideas, to the understanding of bilingualism, and heard us as bilingual teachers, not only as bilingual teachers, as bilingual individuals that have learned through bilingual education. Over the years, we have compared ourselves to New York State in general, and then we started to compare ourselves to communities and other school districts in Westchester County. From a wealth perspective, Port Chester is a little bit more of an aberration than the norm. And as we continued to become more and more successful academically, um, we began to outpace some of the communities that surround us that actually have more wealth. We take a significant pride in um, challenging the common belief that someone's success, academic success, is going to be rooted solely in their socioeconomic background.